You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, May the 19th of 2021. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Lucas Smith, thanks for tuning in today. Before we get started talking about a Cardinal winner, do want to tell you about Locked On MLB. Be sure, be sure to join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, but please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look around the majors, both past and present, featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis from the day's biggest stories. Locked on MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcast. Sully is a great guy. I was on the show on Monday talking some Albert Pujols and some Cardinal baseball. So be sure to head over to Locked on MLB for your daily baseball fix. And you'll be talking, I'm guessing, about a no-hitter that was thrown yesterday uh, by uh, Tigers pitcher Torkelson or Tor Spence or something. Um, so I apologize for not getting that name. But fifth no-hitter in fifth nine-inning no-hitter. There was a seven-inning no-hitter, but that's a topic for another day. Um, so yeah, so be sure to join Locked on MLB. But nevertheless, happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope everybody's doing fine, doing fantastic. Um, I hope you're doing well after a Cardinal win. As the St. Louis Cardinals were able to get a win against the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday by the final score of 5-2 to two and... Things were clicking. I talked about a lot yesterday and the day before about how this is a very, very big opportunity for St. Louis to gain some ground in the division to... Yes, just just really just that. To gain some ground in the, in the division to get back on the winning track after a rough weekend in San Diego. And Cardinals got off to about the best start that you can get in, in a pretty... Like, you know... They didn't pound Pittsburgh, but a, a pretty convincing win nonetheless over the Pittsburgh Pirates. And now the Cardinals sit two and a half games ahead of the Chicago Cubs, who are 21-20. and 20. They sit three games ahead of the Brewers, who are falling down 500, who have lost one. Reds have lost two in a row to fall four back, and the Pirates also two in a row. And the lost column to fall six and a half back. Cardinals increased their run differential to plus 17, and really, things got off on the right foot right away with a Nolan Arnauto home run. I mean, how good has this guy been? I really don't think you could have, could have asked for a much better start than Nolan Arnauto, Nolan Arnauto has gone to. Two-run shot, first inning, once again, does everything he can to help this team get started. Carlson works a walk in his first at-bat to get on base for Nolan Golden continues to struggle, but I'll talk about him in a little bit. But holy cow. Four games, four home runs for Nolan Arnauto. Nolan um, just continues to impress. Proving all the haters, all the doubters, all the question marks, all of them have been proven wrong so far. Every single one. This man is a straight-up hitter. Straight-up hitter. There's no doubt about it. Don't care if he's at Coors. Don't care if he's not. I'm sure Rocky fans are struggling right now with all of this, but this man is a hitter. He can hit in any park. You name it, 
he'll hit it. First Cardinal third baseman homer in four straight games since Scott Rowland back in 2002. Cardinals continuing the tradition, if you will, of good third baseman. I mean, not only has this guy been good on the field, but he seems to be gelling well with the players off the field. He seems to just be enjoying himself. And I'm sure he loved the people of Denver. I'm sure he loved the fans of the Colorado Rockies. I'm sure he did. And I'm sure that there are great people. I'm sure there are great fans over in Colorado, fans of the Rockies. I'm sure of it. That said, no fans like Cardinal Nation. That said, no place like St. Louis. I mean, we even heard, I talked about this yesterday, but Colton Wong was mic'd up for the Cardinal game on Thursday, and the MLB released a video of that, and he and Arnado talked about it. You know, how you enjoyed St. Louis? Oh, I love it. Oh, you'll love it, though. I miss it, man. Wong saying he's missing it. He's missing it. And Nolan saying that he loves it. Oh, just a beautiful thing. Literally could not be any better right now than what he's given the Cardinals. Four straight games to the home run. And it's all about getting off on the right start. Getting started on the off the right foot. And that's exactly what Nolan Arnauto has been able to do. He was 2-for-3 yesterday with the home run. Also walked. But, I mean, <laughs> this guy has been straight up unbelievable. Let's just give you the stats real quick. Slash line of 307, 362, OPS of 944. Slugging percentage overall of 583. 10 home runs, 30 runs driven in. 50 hits on the season. Unbelievable. In his last seven games, he's got those four home runs. Hitting at a 429 clip. Slugging in the last four games of 929. Is he going to slug 929 for the whole season? No. But he has been just what the doctor ordered. I know I've used that phrase a lot, but he has been just what the doctor ordered for St. Louis. Double-digit home runs. I, I just I just can't say enough good things about Nolan Arenado. He's even starting. He, I think he should be in conversation for Player of the Month. And now he's, a, you know, with, especially with the stats overall, he's probably going to start getting some national attention. Because in all of MLB, he's tied for 11th in the lead in home runs. But when you break that down to just the National League, he is tied for 4th with 10 home runs. Just 2 behind the lead of Freddie Freeman. When you break it down to just RBIs, he is tied for ninth. In, our, in RBIs. So he, he, he's, he's the best of the best. I, again, there's only so many good things you can say about Nolan before it just starts getting repetitive. But I will not stop talking about Nolan because Nolan being Nolan is a wonderful thing for St. Louis. This was a beautiful trade by John Mosellock and company. Just beautiful trade. Love myself to Nolan Arnado. Let's talk about the rest of the offense. Two guys that I'm going to talk about negatively real quick. Paul Goldschmidt and Justin Williams. Goldschmidt is struggling. No doubt about it. Didn't strike out yesterday, but went 0 for 4. 
Hit the ball hard a couple times, but 0 for 4 is 0 for 4. That's just it. Now, on the next guy, I'm going to say he needs to be benched or cut. I will not say that Goldschmidt needs to be benched or cut. He's notorious for getting off to slow starts. He's off to one now. We saw the same thing back in 2019 when he first came up. Or first started with the Cardinals. But, I mean, he's six for his last 27. Uh, but, he, you know, he's, only, he's walked four times and only struck out three. So am I, am I losing my mind yet? And I, am I super worried about him yet? No. The on-base needs to be higher than 295. He needs to walk more. And he's going to miss more. But I'm starting to get semi-concerned about him. But again, I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think. I'll give him until June before I start getting super worried about it. And the other guy is Justin Williams. Another 0 for yesterday. Four strikeouts. Golden Sombrero. One for his last 10 with six punchouts. Three for his last 21 with 10 punchouts. 12 for his last 65 with 28 punchouts. I was high on Williams. I really was. I thought that he could have been good. I thought that he could have been a long-term solution in the field. He made a couple nice plays yesterday in the outfield. But his bat just ain't going to cut it. I'd like to see some more of Lane Thomas. Yeah, I know he's not. Won't be playing at center field, but I would really, I really would like to see some Lane Thomas right now. Yeah, because Justin Williams just ain't gonna do it. And then overall, offensively, Evan with a three-hit day. You know, the one bloop hit he had, but those bloopers are gonna come, and I'll take them any day of the week. Carlson was two for four. Good to see, and it was good to see Edmundo Sosa drive the ball to right field for his first extra base hit. Cardinals just two for nine runners scoring position. Nine runners left on base. Didn't score after the third inning. Offense kind of stalled. Uh, so credit to, to Brubaker and company for living in the damage after that third inning for Pittsburgh. But Cardinals got to win. Not going to complain too much. 11 hits, 5 runs. You're going to win probably most of the time. So that's the offensive breakdown. Next, I will talk about John Gantanow. He really delivered a really, really solid start for St. Louis yesterday. Um, but, but first, I do want to tell you about Wealthfront. You haven't listened the last two days. These guys are new sponsors, but they are incredible. Because investing is complicated. But whether you're a beginner or investing for years, Wealthfront's going to make it easy for you. They can create a profile of globally diverse, low-cost index funds personalized for you in a matter of minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every single day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee, and it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. You can get your first $5,000 managed for free going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings today. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on B and get started. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the business. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their favorites of their nine delicious flavors and their sometimes limited flavors that sell out super quickly. 
If you don't know them, you're missing out. We've got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Among these nine, my favorite is double chocolate. And you all know that I love myself some cookies and cream when it's on there as well. You can get a mixed box, which is two of each of the nine flavors if you haven't tried them all. And make sure you do try them all. But they're also healthy. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Get your order in today. And if you might be worried about the price, don't be, because we got a deal for you. Use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Incredible deal for an incredible bar. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Pitching was, I'm going to go ahead and say phenomenal yesterday. All started with John Gant, who I was hesitant about. I didn't know what we were going to get. And you know what? He delivered. Five and a third, not super long, but he wasn't taken out because of pitches. Only through 81 pitches. I'll get to that in a moment. What was big for me, and I think that what was big for everybody who was watching, and everybody who has been watching Gant this year, just the one walk. You know, it's, it's kind of ironic that the Cardinals really needed somebody to throw strikes. They needed to not walk as many batters today. They, they did walk six because uh, Gallegos walked three in his two innings of work. But I, but here's what I'll say. They needed a starter to not walk anybody, to set the tone, to throw strikes, to get guys out. And that's exactly what John Gant did. You know, I, I would have rather, I would have liked him to see little, go a little longer, get a little bit of trouble there in that sixth inning. That sixth inning always seems to give John Gant some issues. Either he goes five plus, or he go. Sometimes he's gone six plus, but that sixth inning, that third time through the lineup, tends to give Gant a little bit of trouble. Um, so he got into a little bit of trouble. Got two runners on there in that sixth inning. But but like I said, bottom line, the man threw strikes yesterday. The the trouble he got into was because of the one walk that he allowed. The walk didn't come until that sixth inning. You know, he got into a little bit of trouble with the double, walked a guy, and then w- what happened What was a line-out that came off his glove that I, I think he really wanted to stay in the game, but Shilton's company said, no, you're done. Um, hand looked pretty red. So I don't know if it's a full, full-on full injury, but it was definitely enough to not uh, let him continue in that game. But like I said, big start for John Gant. You know, if he would have gone five and a third and gotten four, six, you know, three, four, five walks mixed in there, that would not have been a good start. So yes, the length is important because the Cardinals need their starters. Whenever the, whenever the starters do well, they win. There's no question about it. That formula has been very easy to see. Talked about that on Monday on Locked On MLB. Mike Schilt has talked about that, saying, "quote It's not rocket science." Talking about when the starters do well, the teams, do, his team does well, and you know. Gant didn't go the longest, five and a third. You know, if like if Flaherty went five and a third, you say, ooh, that's not really long. But Gant, like I said, number four, number five starter, five and a third, that's something. But again, the big thing for me, he threw strikes. And it's, like I said, ironic when the Cardinals aren't throwing a lot of strikes that Gant is the one that comes in and throws strikes because he is notoriously not throwing strikes. <laughs> Came in with a 7.1 walks per nine, only walked one at five and a third. Also, I misspoke earlier whenever I said the Cardinals walked six. They struck out six. They only walked two. Uh, so, if, apologize for that. The Cardinals only walked. I was mixed up in the lines that I saw on 
on the box score because I said that out loud and I've been thinking about it and I went back and looked at it. So my fault. So only walk two. So incredible job <laughs> by the bullpen in terms of throwing strikes. And, you know, the, the two were in runs that were charged to Gant, first of all, didn't even come when he was on the mound. And second of all, were just kind of bizarre. Because after he, you know, got hurt, had his Cabrera game in, got a ground out. Um, so runners advanced to, to, to third and one runner scored. So, that is what it is. And then a, a weird single that went off of Cabrera um, that, that might have been an out, but also might have gone through at the middle, depending on where the shift was. So just two kind of weird plays. Uh, you know, not necessarily weird, but, but two, you know, it wasn't like Cabrera gave up two 90-mile-an-hour base hits to, to left center field. So uh, it, it is what it is. Um, tough runs charged to Gantt uh, for, you know, like I said, those two reasons that he wasn't in the game and that they were they were kind of bloops, kind of weird, uh, just kind of soft contact stuff. Not bloops. They were soft contact stuff is what it is. What killed Cabrera was the wild pitch. That's what hurt him. He came in with runners on first and second, wild pitch, and then he could have gotten a double play with that ground ball to Goldschmidt. Um, uh, had to settle for just an RBI ground out and then another RBI infield single. But Cabrera got out of it. Uh, and then after that, Cardinal bullpen. Three innings of domination. Two via Giovanni Gallegos with three punch-outs. And then one inning from Alex Reyes with a strikeout mixed in there as well. Just love what this bullpen can do. I really, I talk about it a ton. And I will talk about it until I am blue in the face, until I am kicked off this show. This bullpen is good. I love it. I absolutely, I mean, love this bullpen. Three and two-third innings of baseball. No earned runs charged to the bullpen today. Yesterday, rather. And just a real solid performance. Reyes, 12 of 12 now. It's an opportunity. Just the one earned run given up. His area is microscopic at 0.41. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. And... Really, this this was the start of an opportunity the Cardinals need to seize. They had only two extra base hits, but they had 11 overall hits. And like I said, the weak Pirate team, possibly weak Cub team, although they, they did win yesterday against a weak Nationals team. Uh, so, but the C- Cubs and Cardinals could go into this weekend series, both of them playing pretty well. We could be in for a treat this weekend. And I did knock it down with lock, new Locked on Cubs host Joe Klingon. Um, we will be doing a crossover show that will come out on Friday. So be looking for that. But this could be a fun weekend at Bush if both teams are playing well. And, you know, I could be jinxing it right now and the Cardinals could lose today. But even if the Cardinals lose today, you know, I, you know, I th- still think it, it's going to be a fun series regardless. But, um, th- yeah, like I said, this is the start of an opportunity the Cardinals have seized. Because if you're going to be the best in the division, if you're going to be the best, period, you got to beat up on the worst. Pirates are not only the worst team in the division, they're probably one of the worst five teams in baseball. The Cardinals beat them. That's what you got to do. Go out there, take care of your business, be done with it. Done. Um, so to finish up the show, I'm going to talk about um, today's game, which has our boy Jack Flaherty going, and then also talk about some news and notes. Um, People on the IL and people activated, and I'll talk about that uh, coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. 
We all know good and well that baseball season is in full swing. But you can also get the latest news, odds, and infos for your NBA playoff needs with the play-in tournament yesterday and today. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs as the Blues play tonight and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch tonight, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams in the NBA and NHL are in their runs for the playoffs. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can get that 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Cardinals play again at 6.45 tonight. Jack Flaherty gets the ball. He has been spectacular this season. I uh, apologize once I was able to live tweet yesterday. Set, set the recording and watched it when I got back home. Uh, but I was able to umpire postseason baseball for the first time uh, Tuesday night uh, for a, a high school level. Uh, but first round of districts, for those of you in Missouri, you know what that means. Uh, but first round of playoffs was yesterday, is this week. Also get to do some today at 10 and noon as an umpire. So I'll be watching the game tonight. But I recorded the game last night and watched it all. Uh, so good good stuff there. But uh, So yeah, kind of some, some fun, exciting news. But tonight, 645, um, Cardinals on uh, Bally Sports Midwest. You all know that good and well. Jack Flaherty has dominated some of these Pittsburgh Pirates. Adam Frazier is batting a buck 82 and 22 at-bats. Kevin Newman, 273 and 11, not bad. Gregory Oplanco is 250 and 16 at-bats with two punch-outs. And Brian Reynolds is 133 and 15 at bats with two punch outs. Trevor Cahill did not do well against the Cardinals last time, giving up seven earned. Um, his ERA is just three ticks below six. This is a game the Cardinals need to win. You know, not need to win in terms of if they don't win, then their season's lost or anything like that. Correction, Cahill gave up five earned. I'm sorry. Um, they, they scored seven runs total in that game. But this is a game the Cardinals need to win purely for momentum, purely for um, just for the sake of beating up on the weaker team. Cardinals need to win this game. Needs to be a statement win, and doesn't shouldn't be close. If you got your ace on the mound, you're at home. You're going up against a pitcher with an ERA around six. This is a game the Cardinals should win, plain and simple. I predicted a sweep on Monday, and now the Cardinals are nine innings away. From getting that sweep. I've previewed this a lot. So I'm not going to talk about it too much anymore. Flaherty on the bump. Cardinals need a sweep. I think they get it tonight. News and notes. Tyler O'Neill to the IL. Um, as well. Or the Cardinals activated. We actually saw one of them last night. Cardinals activated uh, John Nagowski and Daniel Ponce de Leon. To the. Uh, or from the IL to the Major League roster rather. Um. And they also um, optioned Junior Fernandez down, so they also called up Daniel Ponce de Leon. So Daniel Ponce de Leon, John Nagaski have been activated. Junior Fernandez, Tyler O'Neill on the IL. O'Neill shouldn't. They say he might not be out for a week or so. Uh, should be or just a week or so. It'll be at least ten days because that's what the IL length is for. Um, but they claim it's only about a week or so. We shall see. Some of these injuries tend to last a little longer than they say at first for St. Louis. But we, like I said, we shall see. And um, other news and notes as well. Miles Michaelis, 
is expected to join the rotation as early as this weekend, but probably next week. That's a big boost for Miles Michaelis, um, as well as Carlos Martinez. So maybe they, maybe those two get starts this weekend. Who knows? Um, and then also Jordan Hicks got um, an undisclosed shot of something, so they hope he can pitch this year. He's back on a throwing program. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Hicks could be, you know, if he continues to be bitten by the injury bug, could be one of those guys that we end up saying, you know, what if? You know, if, if he can't stay healthy, but he's got such electric stuff, maybe we do say, end up saying, what if, at the end of the day? Uh, what if he could stay healthy? Because he, he could could have been dominant with that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's hard not to be dominant when you throw 100 miles an hour, but he could have been dominant with that much velocity, the amount of movement he had on his fastball, and the wicked slider that he possesses. I'm hoping that's not the case, but I mean, this is his third IL stint in as many years, so um, we shall see. We shall see. But that's going to mostly do it for the show today. Cardinals play tonight. Tomorrow's episode will be a recap on it and a slight preview of the Cubs series. Um, and then, once again, Friday's show is going to be a crossover with Joe Klingon, the new host of Locked On Cubs and myself. But before I let you go, be sure to check out the Locked On Today podcast. Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics uh, have advanced to get them out of the play-in round. And more on Locked On Today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today podcast with the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Twitter or Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at LJ Fastball. And until I talk to you the next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.